But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair because it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. You know, if you disconnect this, the chain and the rope, perhaps you'd still be there. That's all I'm saying. What? What? What are you talking about? Oh, I was just I was, I was talking to Richard Quest. Oh, God. The ball gag guy? Uh, he just, uh, you know, he was in the rambles. Uh, in the brambles? The rambles? What's it called? Rambles? I don't know what you're talking about. Good. That was a test. <laughs> okay, next. All right. Moving right along from Richard Quest, who was caught in one of the New York parks, uh... Somehow drunk and in a whole bunch of like... Drunk, if you mean uh, methamphetamine. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. All right. Well, there you go. Yes. All right. Excellent. Uh, The show uh, today is not about Richard Quest. But let's introduce ourselves first, shall we? Yes. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode number 59. 59 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals Dan Cortez and Ricky Rockman. Is it Rackman? Ricky Rackman. That's what I meant. Rackman. Rockman. Perhaps you should take a sip of that soda. Yeah, please do. Which one of you guys was the drummer for Poison? Okay. Please take a sip. No, Ricky Rackman is not the drummer for Poison. I know. I'm just saying, which one of you guys was? I see. I, I'm not sure that the drummer for Poison uh, is a fan of the show. See? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Was it Bobby Blotzer? No. Uh, that does not sound like not a familiar Bobby name. Bobby Blotzer. His name was... Is uh huh. What is the drummer's name? Well, anyway, that's why I can't tell you who's uh who's the show is brought to you by. All right. Because I don't even know who I am. I I see. Well, you are not Dan Cortez. God damn it! See, that's the problem. I always felt I was Dan Cortez. Well, you are not. God uh, damn it! Uh huh. Anyway, uh, welcome. Somehow, I think okay. you mean that in a bad way. You're no Dan Cortez is what I would have said if I meant it in a bad way. Oh. I am just stating the fact that you are in, I knew Dan indeed Cortez, not Dan Cortez. And you're Cortez. no Dan Cortez. I, yes, exactly. That is what I was going I for. I marched oh. with Dan Cortez. You did? In Alabama. Uh-huh. Fighting the civil rights of MTV. I see. The Dan Cortez Awards. Well, rest the in The Freedom pieces, Fighters. Me and Dan, Dan Cortez, Cortez were a freedom fighter, baby. God bless him. Sorry for your loss. All right. Now, on to the show. 
Uh, today's episode is all about compound media. Um, I, if you don't know what compound media is, it is a streaming network started, founded, and starring Homoquisical. Anthony Cumia. Homoquisical. Now, if you don't know the name Anthony Cumia, I have uh, I have a quick introductory audio uh, history. It's very quick, and it doesn't cover everything, obviously, because since this show is about compound media and not necessarily Opie and Anthony, uh, I thought I'd put together some clips for you to listen to um, to get a quick background. 102.3 WBAB. Thanks for checking out the program tonight. And we got another fine show planned for you guys tonight. Mm-hmm. We got my pals Joe and Anthony from Rotgut live in the Hello. studio. How you doing, man? The famous authors of uh, Get Electric Shock OJ. I was only cleaning my knife. I accidentally stabbed her 36 times. They gone electric shock. WAF. 107.3 WAF, the only station that really rocks. It's Opie and Anthony, where you never know what you're going to hear when you listen to us, right? For sure. Check this out. Hardware, how can I help you? Uh, Butt plugs. What is it? Butt plugs. A what box? Uh, Butt plugs. A butt box? Butt plugs. I'm, I'm not following what you're saying. Butt plugs. I have a bad connection. I, I don't understand. What, what is it? Uh, butt plugs. Butt, butt box? Mm. Is it like a receptacle you're uh, talking about? Butt plugs, yeah. Well, what Cut. kind of plug is it? A spark plug you're talking about? Butt plugs. Oh, hold on. Hey, ma'am, can you believe about uh, Mayor Menino? What, being in Florida? Uh, well, you, you haven't heard? No. He was in a horrible uh, car crash today. Oh, no, what happened? Uh, he died. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to take another call. They're ringing like crazy. Yeah. yeah. AF. Yes, I called earlier to ask you about the Menino hoax. Yes. I just want to let you people know, I think you're the lowest, most disgusting people I've ever heard. And I hope someday your family is hurt the way you've hurt a lot of people today. Can anyone take a joke anymore? On April Fool's Day, WAAF DJs Opie and Anthony, who like to refer to themselves as demented, told their listeners Mayor Menino had been killed in a car accident. At the time it aired, the mayor's wife, Angela, thought her husband was in a car on the way to the airport, so she thought it was true. Who, yeah. who knew that the mayor's family is fans of the Opie and Anthony show? <laughs> Used to be. <laughs> WAAF management says they've offered to let the mayor throw pies in the DJ's faces to raise money for charity, but tonight Opie and Anthony told me they will not go along with that. Good afternoon. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing, Al? Not much. It's Opie and Anthony. And we're back in New York. Here we are. That's right. This is good. Who's that guy now? What? 
That's superstar Jim Norton, the opening ad. Oh, that's Jim. If you're happy and you know it, have a stroke. That's right. Oh, my God. Good afternoon, man. It's Whip Em Out Wednesday. It certainly is. Some days, you know, we're a laugh riot, and other days we just flat out suck. We know it. Interesting if true. Opie and Anthony. We're back with the Opie and Anthony show. Sex for Sam 3 has taken a bad turn. This is UPN 9 News. Tonight, sex at St. Pat's. A naked couple, a lewd act in the back of the church, and now sources say it was all part of a radio prank. Today's a holy day. It's the feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and tonight many parishioners are in disbelief that a shameful stunt would take place here. Oh, no. Your mom's box. They had afternoons. It was a cush job, and they blew it and deservedly got fired because uh, you can't, you know, even I know, as, as whacked out as I am, I know I can't encourage people to do something illegal. The Opie and Anthony Show, live and uncut on XM. It's the Opie and Anthony Show on XM Satellite Radio, Anthony. Yes, yes, uh, back after a short break. <laughs> We're finally back. My God. About two years worth of break. I'll tell you what. What's that George Bush bitch, um, Rice? Condoleezza Rice? Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah. I love to fuck that bitch, dude. <laughs> she needs a fucking man. Yeah. I'll fuck that bitch. I just imagine the horror in Condoleezza Rice's face <laughs> when she realizes what's As going you on. were just, like, holding her down and, and, and fucking her. Punch her all in the fucking face. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. So, next up on the chopping block, XM Satellite Radio DJs Opie and Anthony. They're under fire now for airing joking comments about raping Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Will they be the next to go? Is radio cleaning house? Patrice, uh, are ONA next? Oh, nice. You know, we, we started out as uh, guys in our early 20s. <laughs> and, uh, but, but very similar, you know, mm -hmm. from Long Island, just, uh, you know, with our, our girls and stuff. And uh, our lives have changed in drastically different directions, but the show has always been there as right. the show. It doesn't matter what's going on in each other's lives. We can get on that mic and fucking do a show and it's the Opie and Anthony show, it's and you amazing. know it. Yeah. You just know it. It's amazing. Yeah. I made a joke that for 12 fucking years, you rattled your spoon in the yogurt. It, it was funny. It became a bit with the fucking audience. They understand exactly what the fuck we're talking about. Leave it alone. Leave it the fuck alone. Leave it alone. Holy shit. You, just because you're really into doing the show again, leave it alone. Seriously. Really into doing the show again, as opposed to <laughs> when I wasn't alone. into doing the show. Don't worry, dude. This will be over soon. You go your way, I go mine. Trust See, me. that would... Oh, Trust me. oh, I could bring up the fact Trust that you've me. mentioned that 80 fucking times Cause Cause in the past couple of months. Because that people have noticed, too. Cause that's, hey, how come Opie keeps bringing that up? Because that's really going to happen. Why? Because it's, it's just time. Okay, Opie and Anthony co-host Anthony Cumia was fired by Sirius XM last week after he posted a bunch of tweets following a fight with a black woman in Times Square. <laughs> We've all been there. I will never apologize for this. So, Anthony Cumia was one half of Opie and Anthony. 
a very successful, ridiculously uh, funny radio duo who spent more than, I think it's more than 20 years together, uh, or maybe just at that 20-year mark. The show was on quite a few radio stations. Um, They seemed to get fired a lot for various things, but in between the firings were some really ridiculously fun and funny moments. And uh, Anthony... um, Anthony was literally assaulted in New York City by a hooker. I was in Times Square. It was about, I guess, 5, 4.30, 5 in the morning, uh, which is a cool time in in New York City. Uh, It's a giant city, obviously, very lit up and everything. And at that hour, there's not many people on the streets. So I'm going around. I'm not taking upskirts with my cell phone. I had a, a Canon friggin' 5D Mark III. Believe me, they, someone should have robbed me. That's like a $5,000 camera. Uh, so I was taking some pictures. I'm snapping away. Obviously, I had a little problem with the focus. Now, here's where she just realized she heard some clicking. Some clicking. She heard the shutter going off. <laughs> and now she's turning around. And I see something's going to start. But she didn't even say, excuse me, don't take my picture. It wasn't anything like that. She yelled, hey, you white motherfucker. So she's coming at me now. The finger wag starts. Mm. It was like Jerry Springer. Now she's up in my grill, yo. She's yelling racial epithets at me and swinging at me. And I'm backing up. I'm taking pictures. Because I want pictures of this bitch's fucking mug. I want pictures of her face. To be out there. I honestly think she was a prostitute. Or she worked at that lace strip club that I was kind of right across the street from. Or what have you. But uh, she repeatedly hit me. I did nothing in response. Um, five more guys, like like the walking dead. Black guys came walking out of like vestibules and urine smelling garbage pails and stuff. And, uh, and started uh, getting on me. Hey, don't you touch that lady. Because I had my hand up like this, just to block her, she would bang into my hand, hit me in the head, and go, don't you touch me! <laughs> so um, so I actually turned to one of the guys and I said, hey, fuck off, this ain't your show. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get the douche chill away from me for a while. Yes, I did say, this ain't your show. I used a Sergeant Barnes line. <laughs> But he did back off. It was kind of kind of cool. Um, and then the whole thing, I said, I said, I'm getting a cop because she really started like wailing me upside the head and stuff. I never felt like my life was being threatened at any moment there. I don't know where it was leading to at that time, but I never felt like my life was being threatened or anything. So you know, we didn't need to go to extreme circumstances. Uh, so I said, I'm going to call a cop, and she goes, Call him. I'll just tell him you were sexually harassing me. Uh, and then when the whole thing broke up, I then walked off. I think I hit Twitter two minutes after it actually happened, as I was still walking back to my apartment. I'm livid. I'm fucking fuming. Look at this. She's crazy. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I start tweeting angrily. I called her a cunt, a bitch, uh, everything appropriate. 
Apparently, you're not allowed to be angry anymore. As a human being, someone could could assault you. It was assault. Uh, you could comment on it without having done anything in real life. And the comments are worse than if you actually did something, apparently. Because uh, I got fired. They fired me for my violent horrible tweets uh he never got to go back on the air after that night um his his radio partner opie disappointed almost everyone by not taking a stand um as you could see they fought occasionally and opie just you know he he did change over the 20 years, but not for the better. He pretty much was not a good guy and was not the friend that he should have been. The, uh... Aunt Opie never wanted Anthony to be as successful as he was. No. And they... Ne <clears throat> Opie was never any good. Opie was never any good. He was always bringing the shit down. He was always... He never got it. He had a working class mentality, and he thought he was an entertainer, and he wasn't. That I mean, there's the nothing problem. wrong with the working class mentality because Ant had it too, and Ant was a member of the working class. But it, it was just, I think it, I think Opie said putts. Opie is, Opie is that weird mix of egomaniac, but without the intelligence to back it up. And there, a lot of people are egomaniacs because they know they're brilliant, and so it kind of is hand in hand. But occasionally you'll get a really dumb person who's also an egomaniac. And it, I mean, I, I can't take it away from him. He was successful, but he was successful, I think, because of his, uh, his, uh, him picking Anthony as his co-host. I think Anthony, um, he, Anthony walked into that radio station with his brother did his impersonations and uh, I think Opie's one light bulb moment that he ever had was was that. I was at WBAB, one of the, one of the many homes of rock and rolls I worked at. <laughs> Ronnie understands that. Sure. And um, I was doing uh, just a just a uh, very easy bit. It was the OJ trial, and uh, I just wanted parody songs from all the local bands about uh, about the trial. And one night, some lunatic is is knocking on the back door over and over again. And I sent one of my guys, I'm like, just see, you know, what they want. There were, there were always people coming and going. And it was Brother Joe. And he would not give this cassette to anyone except me. Just the cassette is enough right Right. <laughs> we know it's how long ago so, it is. Man, it was a single. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So I, uh, I threw on 30 minutes of nonstop rock <laughs> to go meet Brother Joe. And uh, he goes, hey, man, I think you might want to, you know, check this out from our band Rotgut. I'm like, yeah, yeah, thanks. And I, I, I was getting a ton of these songs. And uh, I played it, and it was the, the famous good electric shock OJ with Anthony singing. <laughs> yeah. And it was by far the best song we got for that particular bit we were doing. And then I'm like, hey, man, why don't you guys come in and uh, perform it live? Because uh, everyone was requesting it every night, which is crazy, a parody song. And they came in, and then um, we just started screwing around. And I knew that day they were going to take it to the top, no doubt in my mind. And I walked around BAB the next day with this cassette of our first show together. 
uh, playing it for people at BAB, and honestly, no one cared. Yeah, right. <laughs> they didn't care. But, but I, yeah, great. But I, but I heard it. I heard that we had some incredible chemistry, and I knew that we could do something with and it. And this is something that you had been really looking for since. Oh, absolutely. Kid. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he gave Ant his start, but Opie would have not gone nearly as far without Ant. So you started listening to O and A before I did. I started listening to them perhaps in 1998, I think. I started listening to O&A when uh, they came to XM because we had an XM because we live in the middle of nowhere and we get no radio stations. So XM really was a, a godsend. It was amazing. And I personally credit Anthony for um, helping me go a little further right than I had been um, before. He is ridiculously smart, along with being very funny, and the two together are are just way entertaining. So he gets fired for, uh, for being accosted, basically, and, and speaking his mind about it. I, it was it was insane to me that that happened and that weekend it was like the 4th of July weekend it was all in that first you know July 4th through 7th I think in that area and we had we had four subscriptions to XM four one in each car and then two like boombox type things or maybe one boombox type thing and an inno or something we had four I called up and I was like, you guys fired Anthony. I'm, I'm canceling all four. They, put, they were putting people on hold for a long time because they, I guess they didn't know how to respond. And uh, eventually, I just, they just canceled them for us. And we never went back. Never went back. Yeah, it's not that good anyway. It wasn't that good, but there was uh, Ron and Fez. And yeah, but the thing is, you can get that all on YouTube. Well, yeah, you're not supposed to, but you, yeah, you but can. Yeah, but that's the ultimate fuck you to them. Go it, fuck yourselves. It really is. And I'll then, steal the shit out of that. I see. So uh, we said goodbye to XM, and we're one of the first, I'm sure, to sign up for Ant's new network, um, which was, uh, I guess it's the Anthony Cumia Network or Compound Media, whatever they called it back then. I don't remember, but... Um, we have been fans ever since. Hi, Anthony Cumia, exiled radio host. Uh, said a few things that offended some people. Well, get ready. The Anthony Cumia Show is premiering August 4th on anthonycumia.com. Uncensored, unrestricted, no bosses, no management, my show. Finally, I say what I want. I don't have to take shit from anybody. So Anthony started the network, and uh, other shows followed. I think the first show might have been Gavin McInnes. Uh, is it? Was it? If it wasn't the first one, it, w it was one of them. Hello, everyone. My name is Gavin McInnes. Welcome to the Gavin McInnes Show. This is our debut episode. We've got a lot of amazing guests on. We have... Um John Lott, the author of More Guns, Less Crime. 
We have a guy uh, who's known on the internet as uh, at Nero on Twitter. His actual name is one of those stupid Greek names that takes an hour to say Milo Yanninominopoulos. What is going on with Greece and their Zach Galafnakis and Tacky Theodore Acropolis? Get some fucking names, guys. Same with Islam, with your Muhammad Makmalali. We, one of the reasons that I love America so much is our names. I know a guy named Bob Brown. I have his name memorized. And when I see him, I go, hi, Bob. And when I write down his name, I write down, hi, Bob Brown. I didn't know who Gavin was until he, uh, I guess he appeared on Ant's show. Yeah, I didn't know who he was either. And at first he's out, he's like, first, my first, like, experience watching Gavin, I was outraged by him because he just, he just says this stuff that is, and he, I guess it's his delivery too, that you're just kind of like, what the fuck is this guy saying? And then you realize that, you know, he's kind of like Ant, very smart and also ridiculously funny and his delivery takes a, a, a few minutes to get used to really because then we fell in love with him pretty quick and watched him uh, daily uh, it was must see tv on on ant's network it was uh, gavin mckinnis i mean you did not want to miss an episode of of his show and on that show is when the uh he started the proud boys and people who watch that show like dave and i know exactly what the proud boys are well what they were started what as. they were started as i mean what what they became on their own i think regardless of uh gavin is maybe something else i don't know it could not that could not be the truth really uh there's so much disinformation out there but literally it started with a a shitty broadway song proud of your boy proud of your boy I'll make you proud of your boy Believe me, bad as I've been, ma You're in for a pleasant surprise I've wasted time I started a men's club called the Proud Boys and we have one caveat and that is you have to be a western chauvinist. <laughs> now liberals are lazy so they hear the word chauvinist and they assume male chauvinist and that's why I use that word because they're too lazy to look it up and it just means a nationalist, a patriot. And you have to think the West is the best. And it exploded. <laughs> There's thousands of members all over the world. There's Proud Boys Africa. There's Proud Boys Japan. We've got about five different divisions in Australia. And I just made it up. <laughs> Like the, the, we're called Proud Boys because I went to one of my kids' music recitals and some ponce got up there and while everyone's playing the piano and the violin and doing stuff they tried, he gets up and he goes, Proud of your boy, I'll make you proud of your boy. It's some song from Aladdin. And I was looking around for the dad because I thought there's no way this dad is proud of his boy. And of course... He was the child of a single mom. Duh. People were, uh, on the other side, were afraid of him. He's too smart. He's too funny. He makes too much sense. So let's just uh, smear him with this racist Nazi uh, brush 
and and hope that uh, we ruin him forever. And he I mean, didn't just come out as a right wing guy. He started out as king of the left wing. Yeah. In the nineties. Yeah. He turned right and he abandoned those people. And then he already had their eye. He already was in their monitor. So the things he said pissed them off. He had uh, co-founded Vice and then got, uh, I guess, fired or forced out with, a, I think, a nice chunk of change um, because they didn't like his, his views, his conservative uh, Western values uh, and his take on stuff. But he, you know. Uh, he's Canadian. And he's got an American Indian wife and kids from the marriage. So how is he a white supremacist? He's totally not. Are there, are, are there, is there such a thing as a Canadian white supremacist? He's not a... He's, I mean, does that exist? I, I don't know. But he's totally not a white supremacist. It's, it's ridiculous, the smearing that goes on um, just in general today. Anyway, uh, Gavin McInnes was a great show. There's a lot of good shows on Compound Media. Um, Anthony, Gavin is no longer on it, unfortunately. Anthony... Um, the network is out of control. What do you mean? They have, more, they have more outrageous material on that network than probably any organized network on, on television. Oh, it is, a free, it is a free speech network. And there are many shows that exercise their free speech um, all the time. They've got, they've got in the mornings, they've got In Hot Water with Gino Bisconti and Aaron Berg. Now that guy, Gino Bisconti, he's a funny cat. He's very funny. What is he, about 50 years old? Hey, he's aging well. I'll just say that. He's aging well. Yeah, you know, with, with I don't think he should stop drinking. I think he should keep on drinking. That's the best part is when he drinks. Aaron Berg. Now, that is a strong midget. No, seriously, Aaron Berg is very funny. I like him. I, I, like, the, uh, I like the title of his album, uh, Comedy Coltrane. I dig that. that. That's what I'm talking about. Off the cuff, baby. These guys, they're hysterical together. Aaron Berg, uh, the hardest working man in show business, and by that I mean dirty, lazy Jew, uh, went out and found this man that will help us to digest the tragedy in Orlando. And I just don't mean the Magic basketball team. Please uh, welcome, I, I didn't even get his name. What's the name, sir? Hello. <laughs> Here we go. I am Isis Faggot. Isis Faggot, that's How right. How are you? That's right. Isis Faggot, that's Hello. right. Hello. <laughs> I'm Isis Faggot. Yes. Isis. Welcome. To having me here, Geno Biscont. It's good to have you. Now, is it is it ISIS or is it Mr. Faggot? You can call me either or. Just don't call me out of the closet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're really funny. And one of the best shows on the network, they play a lot of porn. So it, it might not be... <laughs> For you in the morning, I know I I prefer uh, to not watch it first thing. It's a little jarring, but uh, it's not jarring. It just sucks. What porn? No, gay porn. Yeah, they watch, they play it a lot, and they're just gay it, porn. Yeah, is That's it mostly the gay porn? It's all gay porn. Oh, I see. Regular porn is whatever, but gay porn. At what point are you just watching gay porn? <laughs> Well, I think that says a lot about uh, Gino and Aaron, but those guys are funny. And um, I think it's Aaron. 
You think it's Aaron? Well, I don't know. I think Gino just goes along for the ride. Gino's so shit-faced all of the time, even at 9 a.m., it certainly could be It's one of the, the best case. shows, except they need to get back into what makes it good, like Ice is Faggot. Ice is Faggot's a good one. Um, Flyover Phil is good. Harambe is good. bicycles with dildos on them. Yeah, bicycles with dildos uh, or, or people pooping in the street. Uh, not, as, not as fun for me, personally, as Isis Faggot or Harambe um, or Flyover Phil. But uh, maybe there's, you know, maybe they've found an audience for that. I'm not sure. Um, the next show in their lineup is Morning. Right? With Bill Schultz and... Yeah, I don't watch that crap. Bill Schultz and Joanne Nosichinsky. Um, She's fine, but I can't handle him. What are you thankful for at the end of this year, moving on to 2020? Um, I think my health. <clears throat> That's hilarious. I mean, we all know that you're the product of incest and very fragile. The older I get... And the more people around me start, you know, having health issues, I think that's it. And the fact that I do not have a child. Oh, that is also a good one. That would probably kill you as well. Yeah, he's also a drunk. Uh, there's a theme here on the Anthony Cumia Network. Um, it's a, it's like a, a take on the, uh, you know, like the morning shows, like say today or something, where there's guests and whatever. They do have a lot of left-leaning guests, it seems. So uh, it's very catty. Yeah, I don't watch it so much. I don't watch it. I don't hate it, but I don't watch it as much. Uh, they have other shows that are like a once-a-week thing. Um, I think Anthony's show, Morning, and In Hot Water, only the only. Oh, and the Michael Malice Nightshade. Yeah. Which, that's a uh, Michael Malice, if you don't know who he is, he is a libertarian smartass who is, uh, again, brilliant and funny. And uh, I think that's a dangerous combination to the left. Uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you certainly should. Um, he is uh, 11 o'clock at night, Monday through Thursday giving his take on uh, world events, world events. Not, not so much a comedy show, but kind of like a newsy comedy show, I guess. He has comedians on, though. Does he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's these other shows that are once a week. And we're, there are some uh, favorites of mine in, in that group. Which are? I, you know. Eastside Dave McDonald. Shock, shock, robot, everyone. Wow. Shock, shock. Shock, shock. Jimmy, please. Uh, hi, shock, shock, robot. How are you? You'd be better if monsters bit my dick off? Spit it back into my own ass. That's fine. So, uh, uh, are you planning on go? What? What does Dave and Dracula have in common? We both erupt into flames when we go in the sun. So he's making fun of me. All right, fine. So are... It's not funny. Are you excited for Halloween? Yes! But you're going to avoid neighborhoods that are too spooky. I.e. too... 
black E. Racist. No, it is racist, Shock Chuck Robot. If you are not um, hip to the O and A and Ron and Fez uh, lore, the history, um, Eastside Dave McDonald was a intern and uh, an intern on Ron and Fez and then became a producer and maybe as far as an executive producer, I'm not sure, on, on that show. Um, he also had a... Uh, he had a radio show on their channel on XM, but that got uh, that got canceled at some point. He got uh, excommunicated from the building. He got excommunicated from the building, and I th- I pretty much so did Anthony. He's, Anthony he's did. not allowed in the building either. Yeah, and well, and Opie's finally was fired too. Yeah, he's not allowed in the building either. <laughs> this is the problem. Opie did not stick up for Anthony. He went on with his show, and I feel like he was not honest with Jim Norton and told Jim Norton that he was working to get Anthony back, and I think that didn't happen. That's what, in my mind, what happened. Because I don't know why Jimmy would stick with him, because it's really a gut a contract. punch. Yeah, but they had renewed it. They renewed that contract, and I would never have done that. That's because he wanted the money. Yeah, and, uh, that's probably true. He's little boy blue. But uh, Opie and and Jimmy did not get along from all accounts. And, <laughs> it was uh, a nightmare. What? I mean, what? I mean, whatever. It's it's always uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable. Then, don't, then you don't have to be here. Why well, are you here? If it's so uncomfortable, why are you here? Explain I, that to me. Why are you here then? Because I so like performing. Okay. And this is my job. So you could perform in other ways. You could have your own show here. You could do a million no, things. No, I can't have my own but show why would you? why would you walk into an uncomfortable situation every day if it's uncomfortable? Why don't you why? ask yourself that, too? I'm fine. I, you're I'm not happy. fine. I'm happy. I didn't say I wasn't happy, but you're not fine. I'm fine. Okay. You, you don't know the first thing about me. I'm fine. I know. I don't know you. I've been working with you 15 years. You're right. I don't know anything about you. You don't Come know. What, you don't know uh, you you're don't, right. No, no. I know nothing about you. You're right. You're, you, you don't I stand know a lot corrected. about me. You're right. You, know. you guys, is this a real fight? Huh? It's a big bickering. Do you, do you fake it for the radio? No. Oh, God. No. 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 <laughs> you haven't told not to talk about it. You've been told not to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's real serious shit. Yeah. But to, I, I don't, what do you, but what, me and you not fucking, like, what? Uh-uh. Eventually, Opie and Jimmy parted ways. And then Opie tried to have his own show that nobody liked. (laughs) And then Opie videotaped someone going to the bathroom at XM, and they fired him. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the mentality of Opie. A 50-year-old man videotaping someone going to the bathroom. That's what he thinks is, is funny. In this day and age. He doesn't, that, that's the thing. He, without Ant, and probably to some degree without uh, Jimmy. Howard Stern would have done that in the 80s, but he, didn't, he doesn't do it now. I don't even know. If, Opie, does, he doesn't understand. Opie was not ever a smart dude. He, he just wasn't. Takes a, he shits in public on the beaches of North Carolina. He does? That's what I heard. He digs a little hole and he shits there. Opie's gross. Opie's really gross. He's a sand dune shitter on the the outer banks. Now it's the outer stanks. I think he, um, 
I, I, I honestly, I feel like he is an egomaniac. He thinks way highly of himself, uh, more than he should. He, he's. He, you know, their show was great, but he got a too big, he got too big for his britches or something, or he, I don't know. He didn't understand. He. He doesn't understand how comedy flows. Yeah, he was a downer. Any bit that was, any time that guys were laughing hysterically. He would just interject something not funny, and it would just, it would kill the mood. Everyone Isn't that would like just be like. What Jim Norton constantly makes fun of now? It's part of his whole act, basically. Oh, well, Jim Norton as <clears throat> Chip Chipperson, I believe, is a parody of, uh, at least some parts, parody of Opie. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't What's know. What's got you laughing today? What's got you laughing today? Barry, are you enjoying the show tonight? Oh, of course I am. What made you laugh? Ugh. <laughs> um, anyway, back to his, the programs on the show. Eastside Dave McDonald. I would have to say one of my top three shows is Eastside Dave. Yeah, he should really do two days a week. I think he lives so far away. It's, he should move closer. I agree, but I believe he lives in his mom's basement. He's got to move out of the basement. Well, I think his kids are close to that area, too, maybe. I'm not sure. He's got children that he uh, visits frequently, and um, he seems... If you follow him on Instagram, he seems like the one of the better dads out there. Uh, he has a uh, wrestling podcast with his 10 or 11-year-old son. Um, he's always doing fun stuff with them, uh, parks, movies, whatever. He seems like he's trying hard to be a good dad and probably uh, needs to stay in that location to continue doing that. But his show is... Amazing. I mean, that's one of the shows we will not miss ever. We don't go a week without watching the, the latest Eastside Dave McDonald show. Yeah, that guy is certifiable. That guy, that guy cares a lot about what? I have no idea. No, but seriously, very talented guy. Uh, should be on more often, and if he keeps it up, I could see him one day being like a David Letterman. Except that day will never come because those days don't exist anymore. He's very funny. There's They have a, a regular cast of characters that sit out in the bleachers that contribute. Um, it's kind of, it's a great show. It's, it's, it's almost like. I'd say that's the second best show on the network. Is, personally. There, is it kind of like Uncle Floyd, but more zany? <laughs> yes, that's correct. Uncle Floyd, but he's more He's a demented, zany. like a demented clown vibe. Yes, and he's, he, he turns. Disturbed. He turns the, the, the weirdest shades of red during his show. It's almost like you're wondering if he's going to survive it each week. I've never seen a, a person's skin turn that color red before. He's quite Irish. So often. But, uh, yeah, I would say this is the... The second best show on the network, it would be, uh, I would say that In Hot Water would be the second best show on the network, but they play so much gay porn now, I, can't, I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't watch it as much anymore, as much as I love those dudes. Um, first best show, of course, is Anthony, right? Yeah. Uh, Tax, or the Anthony Cumia show, the flagship show. Uh, 
for quite a long time, Ant did it by himself. He was just a one-man guy. He would talk about the news. They would have guests on. And then eventually um, it was time to look for a co-host. And they brought in Artie Lang. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? After all that. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. The premiere, premiere episode of the uh, Artie and Anthony show. Artie Lang, of course. What's up, guys? Anthony Uh, Comia. Ridiculous. It was a really interesting choice because I think we all know that Artie was... uh, not a co-host, but a sign of a, a side character on the Howard Stern show for, for years. He took uh, Jackie the Joke Man's place. But we also know that Artie has his uh, problems. And I, I don't know what kind of contract they signed for him. I imagine Ant and uh, Keith, uh, Ant's partner in all this, Keith the Cop, were quite aware of uh, Artie's limitations so I'm sure their contract made provisions for stuff like that. Like, if you can't come in, we're not going to pay you type of things to keep him coming in. I mean, the guy worked from 4 to 6, Monday through Thursday, 8 hours a week, and he would still come in late. <laughs> or sometimes not at all. Mm. Bad. Bad news. I never liked the guy. I don't dislike him, but he, you know, he's got that attic vibe. I stopped listening to Howard when he got involved. Not because of it, but coincidentally. <laughs> it was almost like it seemed like a work because it was so absurd how crazy he was. And he would repeat the same stories over and over again. Uh, <laughs> till at, at one point, I guess, Aunt and Keith just said, I, I think you need to go to rehab. I think, you know... I. Th- I forget what happened. I don't know if he was arrested or if he got in a fight. His nose got really fucked up. Uh, it was bad. It was bad. And I think they 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 let him go. Hey, there's everybody. Dave is here. And uh, as uh, we see, there is uh, an empty an empty seat uh, where normally the very funny Artie Lang would be sitting. Uh, Artie is apparently uh, in the hospital. Artie is having uh, some some work done. Uh, the the um, what do they call that? Uh, drugs. Uh, uh. The drugs <laughs> have done things to various parts of his body that need immediate medical attention. You breathe out of some of these parts. Yeah, you breathe out of them. Some of these parts process things <laughs> that are essential to the body continuing its um, Life. term on this mortal coil. So uh, 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 Keith just uh, went over and, and visited Artie, had a little visit with uh, Artie Lang. And after speaking with him for a, a little while, it has been determined that Artie Lang will be uh, concentrating on Artie Lang. I mean, he's since returned as a guest, but uh, that was that was odd. That was an odd one. But it opened the door. For the new and best co-hosts ever. Mr. Landau. 
Mr. Dave Landau. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank, of course, the great Dave Landau. Hey. Hello. Stepping up to the stepping up to the second seat. I'm fi- <laughs> filling very big shoes. It's uh, amazing. I can't big wait. Shoes, big the... pants, big yeah. coat. I hope he's doing all right for real. And... I know. We all hope Artie uh, does well, and and we wish him the best. He just needs to concentrate on Artie fucking Lang. In the meantime, welcome back to the Anthony Cumia show. <laughs> with Dave Landau. Hello. That's pretty Thank much you. where we are right now. He's good. I like him. I love him. I love him. Him and Ant had great chemistry the, since the first time he was on. He's no Joe Matarese. Well, that's the other thing, is that Joe Matarese also had great chemistry with Ant. Um, they seem to be... They they like the same cultural references, pop culture references, and Joe Matarese can also do voices. And Joe Matarese he can had, also do the moan. Oh, Damone. I thought you said the moan. What the fuck? What happened? the fuck happened to Damone? He's like, hey, I don't know. I felt hey, right. where's my just for men? <laughs> I gotta get rid of these grays, rat. <laughs> we hey, see rat. Where's my Lipitor? <laughs> you and I must have a similar voice because a lot of our pr- impressions are they cross over. Yeah, yeah, a lot of crossover. I've been doing Damone for years. It, it bombs every time. I know it does. Nobody it do- knows. But that. I just love doing it and will continue doing it. And I, I felt like, oh, Joe Matarese really gets Ant. And, I, and he seemed to really love Ant, too. And then. Then he imploded. Then he imploded. Like he couldn't hold his shit together. And he became like, I don't know, like a whiny teenage girl or something. I don't know if they changed his medicine, but at some point he had a comedy show that he was doing, a podcast, where he uh, invited Aunt Artie Lang and Jim Norton, and I think it was called something like Fixing Joe or something, Yeah. where he was asking them for advice. <laughs> Joe, you've lost control of the show. <laughs> I'm just checking emails now. Just getting shit done. Holy you guys. shit. Go See, ahead. he can't can we stop. Go it's like it's great. He can't stop. This is great. It's been an hour. <laughs> what if I give this roller money back? Can I go? <laughs> it's been a fun hour. Uh, I got well, shit to guys, do. thank you. I really feel better really? now. Is that uh, the end of it? You Call want, me later. That you was want, abrupt. You want to just... It was abrupt? The ending. I can't think of three worse people to have on a show and try to get advice from. I really can't. Um, but there he did it, and I guess he was very upset by the by the results. And I think he didn't even want to air it, because they just... I think they just shit on <laughs> But he was... Um, he had had a, he had really good uh, appearances, and then he imploded, and um, he's not been back. No, he's not been back. He really opened himself up. Yeah, I don't know what happened. And then, of course, you know things don't always go one hundred percent well for Anthony. Uh, he did get arrested uh, a couple years back. Shock jock Anthony Cumia, no stranger to controversy over the course of his career over these past few decades, was arrested this weekend after allegedly assaulting a woman at his home in Long Island. 
He was brought in over the weekend. He pled guilty today, or sorry, pled not guilty today. Important distinction from his point of view. To strangulation and other charges, uh, unlawful restraint and things of that sort, stemming from his alleged attack on a woman at his New York home. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. He had bad, a uh, bad uh, decision making on his part. He, yeah, he had a, uh, he had, well, this is the thing, is that also Aunt doesn't always pick the best of girlfriends. Um, I think currently he has a really good one, so uh, I'm so happy for him. But the one before, or a couple before, uh, I think she was batshit. I think she was a drug addict and batshit. She was at least batshit. Yep, that's true. What about Pat Dixon? Did you mention him? I have not mentioned Pat Dixon. Pat Dixon is a stand-up comedian who has a show on... Compound Media uh, Crime Report. Live from the Kumia studio, where the truth is still true, comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Very bizarre show, and uh, the network just has a very eclectic bunch of people, I would say. I mean, a lot of them are comedians, but there's a lot of different stuff going on there. Like, Eastside Dave is a lot different than Pat Dixon, but somehow they go together well. Pat Dixon, uh, his show's crime, New York Crime Report, New York City Crime Report, and uh, it veers from the topic a lot, but uh, he talks just about, you know, he talks about law enforcement stuff. and uh, He's a very abstract guy. He really is. He's really an interesting dude. I love Pat Dixon. Yeah, I like him more than the show, actually, but I like the show. I like the show. But I think he's, in, he's very talented. Another show, of course, is Tlaib Stark's Safe Space. Straight out the compound studio in NYC comes a program that turns the people who are programmed. It's Tlaib Stark's Safe Space Show. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Sure I can't hear you. Sure all right, defendant, state your claim. Will you honor my nigga? The thing is. All right, all right, I heard enough. Sick of this. My white people to move to the back and make room for my black and brown brothers and sisters. The NNFL Network, in conjunction with entitled sociopathic predatorial nignogs. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Hey there, welcome to the Safe Space, the Safe Space for commentary, not from commentary. I hope that all is well with you and yours on this 19th day of, of December. December. Yes. In the year of our Lord, 2019, I'm Talib Starks. I've been doing this for so long and I still flubbed the uh, intro. That's funny. He's good. He is hysterical. What is he, an author? Uh, I not, think he's an author, yeah. He's an author and he how has... How the hell do you support yourself being an author? That seems rough. I actually don't know. I mean, maybe he... What is this, the 1800s? Uh, maybe he's written a lot of books. Maybe he's... I don't know. I don't know what he's... I, I have no idea. That's a pretty good question. I have no idea. But Tlaib Stark's uh, safe space is hysterical. Hysterical, and at some points, uh, Pat Dixon will sit in on that show as well. It is very funny, quite amusing. Uh, I feel like Owen Benjamin sort of took one of his routines without knowing it, 
actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he does the whole uh, uh, football, crime football thing. The NNFL? Yes. Well, Owen was doing the similar thing where he had uh, grabbler football, and he was talking about he was being the announcer and playing piano and describing things that happen in real life in a football scenario similarly. What's a grabbler? Uh, it's a Jew. Oh, it is? Well, not technically, but yes. Well, what's a griper? A griper? That's someone who complains a no, lot. No, griper. A griper? I don't know what the hell that is. I don't know. That's another one I'm seeing on the internet. I don't Grabbler know is what he calls people who are just grabbling for money and trying to take things from you. Oh. And he says a lot of those happen to be Jewish people. I was going to say, because you're not that dude. No, I know. I, I understand, Owen. I don't think that Owen. Anthony has Down syndrome. I understand the joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's been that's there's been a crossover with Aunt and Owen Benjamin lately. Well, that's where we heard of Owen in the first place. He was a guest on Anthony's show. Is that true? Yeah, huge pianist. Who? That's where we first saw that he was a huge pianist. Well, but to be fair, we loved that show that he was on. Mm, well, oh, that's true. But well, I didn't know who he was when I saw that. What was it called again? At Sullivan and Son. Sullivan and Son. We loved that show. I didn't know who he was, but yes, we did see him on that. And we had probably seen him in other stuff, too, because we watched House Bunny. We loved House Bunny. We saw that. He was in that. Oh, okay. He's uh, her boyfriend or something in that. So we I saw him no without idea. knowing it. He was also in Punked. So we've seen him on TV all the time without knowing who he was. That's probably why we liked him when we didn't know who he was. I do love Owen Benjamin. And you know what I really love? That fucking garden he put together, him and his wife. It's amazing. He's uh, he's a talented guy. A very smart guy. He's inspired us to try to do it. piano player. He is a great piano player. He's inspired us to try and do our own garden. Uh, He's really, he's been demonized by everyone. That's that's really bad. That's very bad. I know. Well, they tried to do that to Anthony, but he just got his own network and said "fuck you," and then they moved on to other people. Pretty much, they don't really care about him so much anymore. Honestly, I wish more of these people were on Ant's network because uh, they could just join forces. They could join forces and be the most like. I wish Gavin. Yeah, Gavin, Nick DiPaolo, and Owen should all be on Anthony's network. Absolutely. Or they should have a the four-way network. Whatever it should somehow that should be one thing. Because they need the strength in numbers there. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think Ant right now is eight ninety five a month, and it's 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 worth more than that to me. It really is. Just Anthony and Dave Landau together, uh, four days a week, is is worth more than that to me. Honestly, I I honestly I think Anthony is he is one of my heroes. One of my free speech, one of my comedy heroes. Uh, I could not adore him anymore. Um, the other, the other shows are th- there are like I said, two or three that we are they are, are must see for us. And uh, eight ninety nine, I would I would pay, I would pay twenty bucks a month, honestly, if he had Gavin back and Owen and uh, what was the other one? Oh, Nick DiPaolo. These are all people that should get together and have un- be part of Ant's network, honestly. It would be mind-blowing. And it would, because right now, everyone has their own show and their own spot to see that show, and it's, it's very scattered. But if it was all together and, you know, 
on demand, like, oh, shit, we missed Nick DiPaolo today. Well, let's just go here and on demand it. Why? It is, would be uh, way easier. Why is, why is Gavin not on the network? He was on. Why isn't he not? Maybe he wants to make his own money. I mean, I think Gavin has his own network now, but I think he's charging more than Ant. Is he? Yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't have it. We listen to the free stuff. Mm-hmm. And the same with uh, the same with Nick. I mean, I think people. I think Ant made it seem easy. I really do. I think Ant got his shit together, made it seem easy, and people think, "Oh, I can do that." It's not easy, and Ant is. Uh, now, Gavin and Ryan are a force to be reckoned with. Ga- Gavin and Ryan, Ryan is his uh, is his sidekick, and producer. Ryan. He's brilliant. What's his last... Ryan Katsu Rivera? Uh-huh. That guy is a talented kid. He is fucking super talented. He is on Instagram, that Japper can. He does great impressions and is very funny. And, and he's a perfect uh, balance to Gavin. Yes, because Gavin... <laughs> Gavin is hysterical, but he's also, you know, a bit of a dick, which is hysterical in its own right, but... You know, uh, Ryan seems to not seem to care so much, at least uh, on the air. Yeah, if that show that show should be <clears throat> should be on Anthony's network, it'd be better. Dude, it, it would make Anthony's network a lot stronger. Anthony could go four <clears throat> to six, and then they should do a, a crossover from like six to six fifteen, where they're they're talking with Gavin. Gavin goes six to eight, eight to ten. Nick DiPaolo and. You could do 10 to midnight, Owen, because Owen's on the West Coast anyway. So it's not his 10 to midnight. But it's then I guess you'd have to, to get rid of some of these other shows. Uh, get rid of some of the other shows that are on the network. Well, they, well, first of all, they can have Fridays, right? They need to do Fridays. Yeah. And they need to have weekend stuff because I kind of like... <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Not having a lot of stuff on Friday, Saturday, Sunday makes me really... It could be expanded for sure. It could be, especially if people are willing to pay, and I'm willing to pay. Uh, I just, I really am. Oh, also Kevin Brennan. Get, yeah. Get that that uh, guy back. Yeah, what the hell? Why did he leave? What is that? Dude, he's self-destructive. He's so a self- what? That's the funniness. Yeah, but he sabotaged himself. He left. Anthony would never have fired him. He left, and then he, he called back and, Yes. So that's it. He just doesn't want to be there anymore. He's he he did what he, Nick and Gavin did, where he was going to just do his own thing. He wants. Uh, he wanted Bill Schultz's spot. Dude, he would never have been able to do Bill Schultz's spot. <laughs> First of all, this is the thing. Kevin Brennan is hysterical, but I can't see him being able to sit next to Joanne Nosichinsky. <laughs> I she's not going to take it. She's she is a. Uh, she is a ray of sunshine and he would either change her to be more like him or they would just fight all the time. So I, I would love to see Kevin Brennan to come back. Um, I don't know why they need so much time in between shows to change shit. Yeah, that's that's, no that good. shouldn't happen. That's not how it used to be on real TV. That should not how it should be. No, on it TV. doesn't. It doesn't happen like that on radio. They should pre-tape stuff then if they have to. They don't need to. They just do a, a, a crossover. It's fine. It doesn't Pre-tape have to be... something to be in the crossover. Pre-tape something so that there's no gap. One show's pre-taped in between the live stuff. 
Oh, God I forbid. see. You're, I, I'm just saying in general to sw- to go from somebody from who ends at six to somebody who starts at six. The dead air thing is nowhere. Yeah, I don't. The, it, Roku has an option, but I I don't know if it's expensive or not to just do a, a live streaming channel that's on all the time. I understand it's expensive for them or whatever. It might be expensive. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm with you on that. Any other shows you want to talk about? Mm. I think Anthony's the best show on there for sure. He's the best interviewer. Anthony is... He's, ta- he's a great interviewer, and he's, very com- he's, as, he's a better comedian than most stand-up comedians I've heard. Yeah. And it's usually just off the cuff. Ron Bennington has said that Ant is like the Hank Aaron of comedy, right? Yes. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's quite a bit of praise from Ron Bennington, who is also quick. Yeah, Ron Bennington's a genius. Ron Bennington's a genius. The uh, When I first heard Ron and Fez, I thought it was two gay guys. I was sure it was a couple. 1999, I think. Again, and I didn't hear them until they got on XM2. So I missed all that. They were on NEW, and I was like, who are these gay guys? <laughs> I thought Ron was a skinny gay guy from his voice. No. Turns out neither of them were no. skinny. But uh, that's, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But Ron and Fez. They're all part of the whole, the same circle. Yeah. That NEW uh, circle. Anything else you want to say about ONA? I mean, or Compound Media or anything? Um. Uh, they have the wet spot. Oh, that's their new show, Chrissy Mayer's Wet Spot. Give it up for your host, Chrissy Mayer! too excited i got a little too excited I'm hi sorry. guys this is exciting this is it's been a big week oh my gosh i don't know if you guys tuned in last week but bagel boy the bagel boss chris morgan was supposed to come uh if you remember from the summer he came to our very first episode on july 15th and he had a fucking blast like he undeniably had a good time told everybody he had fun all his handlers were telling me that he had a good time like he was letting us pet him you know he was eating out of our hands it was so I much. Him. I put him on. Yeah, the yeah. Like, hey, we all out. changed him, and, you know, fed him and stuff. And uh, so he was supposed to come back last Monday to promote his fight with Lenny Dykstra, which has now been called off. Uh, but he he bailed, and then we talked about it on the show, and and then he ended up seeing the clips for about you know us. We weren't even saying anything all that bad or an. Started off with compliments, like, "Hey, man, we wish you yeah. was here. We were looking forward to it." Blah blah yeah. blah blah. And then he proceeded to leave me like three. Three really nasty voicemails, and I think they're on my Twitter. I this is uh, you see this Chris guy. Morgan Bagel Boss. You know and, the Bagel uh, Boss. Right? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna listen to him. He got mad because we talked about. You know, it's me, Bagel Guy. I, I just stumbled upon your stupid little show clip. Uh, everybody in this business is nothing but a fucking liar. Everybody in that company was supposed to chip in to get uh, his a managers, with a podcast his management, not a house. I'll never ask them to buy me a house. A birdhouse. Okay? Then I hear you want to show saying, oh, I want to try to get a hold of them to make an ass out of them and call them mentally ill. Let me tell you something, stupid fucking cunt. Okay? You're a fucking cunt. Everything you say is bullshit. God, I only care about your own fucking ratings. Okay? 
he had a great time on the show. He needs to get laid. You think that's the problem? Okay. And you would never, ever. This part was unexpected. This is a thin wear. This is completely out of thin air. I mean, who isn't into redheads? That's just false. Misinformation. Oh my god! She seems like a very uh, sweet, sweet lady. She's charismatic and entertaining, but it's a little too much just like Bill Schultz's show. Yeah, honestly. it's the three people talking about stuff I don't care about. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little too urban and catty. Well, it's a chat show. Yeah, it's all right. People love it. But I don't know. The show is just, uh, I don't know. Who's it's that really chick on Chip Chipperson's show? Karen Freehan. Is that her name? I believe so. Or Fian? Fian, something like that, yeah. That bitch is funny. <laughs> that is a funny bitch. She is funny. She should be on the network, She's and it should funny. be called That Funny Bitch Show, because she is fucking brilliant. She's got balls. I love her. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm on another topic. I just... Oh. Anthony's uh, impressions. Yeah. Very, very funny. He did a great Ronald Reagan back in the day. That was in the early days. And his Howard is pretty fucking spot on, honestly. His Howard is fucking hysterical. I mean... <laughs> Do you know in the 90s oh, he was shit. on the Stern show uh, doing impressions? Ah, uh, here's more Jackies. I gotta tell you, the Jackie impersonators are the scariest people I've ever ah. seen. But it seems that everybody can impersonate Jackie. Yeah, everyone can impersonate Jackie. This proves that anyone can impersonate Jackie. Our, uh, what is your name? My name's Anthony from Rod Gut. <laughs> Anthony, all right. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Anthony, do you have anything to tell us? Yes. What's black and white and green? What is that? And my wife having sex on the lawn with the colored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is Sam Kinison. Hey, Jack, you want to do some Vegas stuff with me, man? We'll, uh, you know, go out there with the outlaws, have some fun. Oh, where's the money? Where's the money? Money. Green! I love green! Green money! Green weed! <laughs> oh. oh, yeah! Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> hey, what are you, a professional uh, comedian or something? Uh, yeah, that's right, Howard. How you been, buddy? You hey, know, good to see you. have been for quite a while, you know. Yeah, you know, I was thinking of stuffing your body and taking you out on tour. You're much easier to work with Yeah, now. that's true. I was pretty obnoxious. You know, it's not too good being dead. Those Christ jokes not going over too well these days. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he's good. He might look odd, but he's good. That's great. That is really funny, actually. It's, it's, I, I'm surprised that, that Howard didn't just try to hire him on the spot, actually. I bet if he had made a point of coming around again, Howard might have picked up on it. He, if he had been a little more in Howard's face somehow. Uh, I, uh, I think someone like Howard is... Well, he probably already had a full cast of characters at that point. That's it's not true. like he needed someone. He didn't need anybody but... I mean, if Anthony came in on the same day that Billy West happened to leave, he might have been like, hey, who's this guy? Right. But I don't think he needed him. All right. So, uh, compoundmedia.com. I, they have a, a Compound Media a YouTube channel with clips and stuff. Honestly, if you are looking for a stocking stuffer type gift... Or something for yourself, I would say subscribe. You can subscribe monthly or you can 
pay for the year, it's up to you, it doesn't matter. Um, if you are a fan of free speech and a, fran a fan of um, humor that is not in any way PC, <laughs> I would say Compound Media is a place you should check out. I would agree. Okay. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No. This, this is a Compound Media thing. Make sure we got it. We've got it covered. All right. Well, it is uh, a few days before Christmas for us, so I would like to extend a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year to everyone listening, um, if you're listening in a timely fashion. Hey, Happy Kwanzaa. Am I fucking right? No. Do Those you big fucking tits. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week, and we will see you in 2020. Goodbye. Just one more thing.